to me, sacred sexuality, it has a lot of aspects, but to me, it is the difference between getting your steps in and enjoying a walk in nature. It's broadening our experience of sexuality to include all of us. And so allowing ourselves to heal as we give ourselves permission to be truly and deeply who we are in all our forms, in all the areas of life. This is Aliveness. I'm your host, Allison Crossway, a guide and former psychotherapist here to empower you to break out of your old patterns, shift into a new state of being, and ignite your aliveness. Are you experiencing a lack of desire and perhaps tension in your relationship as a result? Or maybe you have a deep desire to step out of the life you have created according to the so-called rules to live a life of more passion and purpose. Maybe you're experiencing a sexual reawakening that is surprising you with its power. If any of these statements describe you, your sexuality is calling you. It's the portal into the next chapter of your life. I invite you to join me for Pleasure as Medicine. Pleasure as Medicine is a free week-long experience of practices and teachings to increase your life force energy, reconnect to your aliveness, and hear what your heart and soul are speaking through your experience of your sexual energy. It's happening June 5th to June 10th, and you can sign up at alisoncrossweight.com slash pleasure. You can win a one-on-one session with me during the Pleasure as Medicine experience, June 5th to 10th. In this session, we can process what's coming up for you and listen to what your body, heart, and soul are saying. To enter, simply leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and take a screenshot of the review before submitting it. Share your review on Instagram stories and tag me, Allison Crossweight. Even if you're not able to attend Pleasure as Medicine, I would love to support you in a one-on-one session. You have until Wednesday, May 31st to enter, and we'll select two winners who will notify through a direct message on Instagram. It's going to be a juicy week. I would love to have you. The first time I really got that sex could be sacred was a gorgeous sexual encounter that we really took our time and was not focused on intercourse or genital orgasm, but was very slow and a lot of rhythmic, energetic connection. And as my pleasure started to heighten and I closed my eyes, I started to travel to other realms. And I realized that the state of pleasure is a doorway into the same place as the medicine takes us, into the experience of oneness that we're all after, that we want to inhabit and live from, the openness, the juiciness. And in 
my explorations after that. I've had many experiences of visions as I orgasm, incredible visions and healings and clarities from that place of surrender, that little death, that opening. To be honest, sacred sexuality scares me a little bit. Why do I say that? Well, I think I need to still do some work around taking that term back for myself. A lot of my experiences in sacred sexuality have been rather, in so-called sacred sexuality, have been rather traumatizing. And what I see online is, is rather scary. There's a glorification of a certain type of beauty, a certain type of sexuality. There is a parading of perfect relationships. When so-and-so and I have a conflict, we go into our inner child spots and we... and it, it, it. Yes, yes. But the energy, it's being used to say, would you like to learn how to have this kind of relationship yourself? And this is highly problematic because human relationship is messy. It doesn't always feel good. It's hard and by definition takes us to our edges. By definition. And each of us has our own path. So is full body orgasm friggin' amazing? Uh-huh. And do I think we can all learn skills and do healing to improve our intimate relationships? Absolutely. And... It's all a lot deeper than that. I don't think it serves us to feel like we need to look a certain way or express ourselves a certain way or to have millions of dollars and all the pleasure in the world on the beach and have that be sacred sexuality. To me, sacred sexuality, it has a lot of aspects, but to me, it is the difference between getting your steps in and enjoying a walk in nature. It's broadening our experience of sexuality to include all of us. And so allowing ourselves to heal as we give ourselves permission to be truly and deeply who we are in all our forms, in all the areas of life. And the path from compartmentalizing sex into a sliver and getting our steps in and then doing the rest of life to enjoying each moment as the orgasmic possibility that it is as we breathe in and breathe out is the path of sacred sexuality. And anything that does not feel honoring of you exactly where you are in the moment is not generative for you. So the path of sacred sexuality has so many tributaries, and it means something different to everybody. There can be work around orgasm and sex itself, getting support in understanding your body and feeling more free in your body. The medicine work, somatic work on trauma, all these things help us to inhabit ourselves more. As one client said this morning, she said, has anyone noticed that their nose are getting more clear with the medicine work? And I said, yeah, me too. This totally happened because we're more in our body. We're more present. So we know the no's. We know the yeses. This is all part of sacred sexuality. And then it's following what is beautiful for us. What is juicy for us? As I've been talking about all season, you know, the things, the creative things, nature, all those things are part of the sacred sexual path. 
There are, of course, lots of different techniques. You can learn breathwork techniques for building sexual energy, building aliveness. And I see sacred sexuality as not being about having a better orgasm. It's about building the aliveness and seeing what wants to come from it. So many things come from it. As we build our sexual energy, we are more vital. We look younger. We feel younger. We rest better. And all of this creates better relationships, better health, more production in the world. I have so much more energy than I used to have. And all of that is sacred. It's all about the aliveness and building that energy in this alive and juicy way. So it's absolutely not about one narrow definition. So sacred sexuality is a practice. And like any practice, intention is really key. So some tips around this practice in general are if you want to build your sexual energy and to work with it in a more sacred, intentional way, so not just getting your steps in, but enjoying the process, set an intention before sexual activity. Whether that's self-pleasure, whether that's a walk in nature, whether that's lovemaking, set an intention. You can also, in the moment of orgasm, and that can be full body genital, yes, or it can be any form of orgasm as genital or otherwise, or it can be the sun is rising, say your intention and visualize it. And these can be very practical physical intentions, and they can be like, I am love, I am at peace. They can be a whole range of different intentions as we talk about on this podcast. But you can really use your intention in those moments of openness and clear mind, just as you would with medicine work, just as you would in meditation or yoga or any of your practices. You can really weave intention in. And you're setting the space as sacred. And so then when you do that, just like if you've done a psychedelic ceremony or worked with me in psychedelic ceremony, you know that everything that happens, we consider to be part of the ceremony. So sometimes things happen that we don't want, often they do, or things that we don't expect, or it doesn't look like what we think. Like it's not all glossy, gorgeous sex, right? It's, it's messy, it's funny, it's weird. And all of that is part of it. So if shame comes up, thank you for the medicine. Can I heal this? If you get to a point where you're like, okay, that's enough, that's enough, to be able to either say, no, I'm done, could we stop? Or to say, is there possibly more? Is there more pleasure possible? Like playing with the edges in a mindful way, just as you might do, say, in a yoga practice, when you're playing with the edges of the sensation and leaning into the stretch and seeing what softness you can create as you have that focus on your core, same thing. Focus on the breath. Focusing on the breath, the soft breath, and allowing yourself to have sensation. So many of us constrict around orgasm. Can we allow ourselves to have whatever orgasm we have? remembering that each breath is an orgasm. So sacred sexuality is all of these things. It is inviting life into our sexual aliveness experience and seeing what happens. 
and tools and techniques are amazing and can be very helpful in building that energy, but do not let anybody tell you how it has to look. There is nothing you have to explore. There is nothing you have to believe within the bounds of adult consenting behavior. You get to create that container for you. And sexuality is an area where it's so easy for us to feel like we're small or we're not brave or we're not beautiful or we're not good enough. And all of it is beautiful. There's no performance required. No performance. And this also involves being very mindful of who we invite into our sexual space. Because if we have particular concerns around our performance, if erection is difficult for you, or if you do not orgasm, these are just examples, there's one million possibilities, then you want to communicate with the people that you're involved with so that you are choosing partners who can hold you with love. You don't need a partner who needs your performance when performance is challenging. I mean, that's, that's not supportive for you. So this is all about creating a container that supports you in your beauty exactly where you are. And to be clear, this includes, it doesn't have to, but sacred sexuality can include very different types of practices. Your imagination is really the limit. It doesn't have to be good. It doesn't have to be pretty. There can be all kinds of things that you think are bad that you can play with as long as the agreements and the safety and the foundations are there. Sacred sexuality has a broad container to explore all kinds of different sensations. I went one time for a ritual flogging. That was one of the most powerful experiences of my life. As someone who did experience physical punishment as a child, and as somebody who's quite sensitive, the power that I felt in hiring somebody to flog me and in breathing and in incredible safety, this person is highly trained. It is her career to be a dominatrix and to be with myself feeling pain as my choice and playing with what actually is too much and having that moment of this is too much and I am here and choosing it and then saying it with someone who's so sensitive. The dominatrix was so sensitive and attuned to me. We weren't going to go past what was okay for me. It was one of the most powerful experiences of my life because I got to experience in my body pain that I wasn't fighting, that wasn't violence because the violence I'd experienced as a child and at other times in my life was not my choice and my body was frozen and I was a victim of violence. As so many of us have been, but to choose it allowed me to feel it. And I got to negotiate inside me. These are all words for something. It's very hard to describe, but I got to feel it as no different from any other sensation. 
because I knew I was safe. It wasn't easy, but it was wonderful. And so that type of exploration, that is sacred sexuality. And I am not saying that anybody should do that. That is not what I am saying. I am saying that the definition of exploring ourselves and our desires is broad. It is not just plain vanilla lovemaking. It is what you want it to be within safety and consent and agreements. But it is a way of unlocking and evolving the self and healing things that have happened such that we come into a whole other way of being with ourselves. And this way of being with ourselves is intentional in the world. When I'm not as afraid of pain, of course, I'm still somewhat afraid of pain, but so much less afraid of pain. I am able to be so much more present to everything that happens around me. And so when I'm holding journey space, my body can breathe as people release pain. And I know they will be okay because I know that it's okay. There isn't the freeze in the same way. Nature is always having sex. Julie McIntyre, we live in a sex party. Those words are mine. But we do. The inhale, the exhale, the carbon dioxide, the oxygen, all of the chemical interactions, all of the waves and frequencies and fractals. It's so juicy. And sacred sexuality is about connecting to that and welcoming that at all the different layers. And when we work with medicine, we often have that experience in a big cosmic way. And then how does that come into our day-to-day life when it's like, okay, it's 9 a.m., I got to do this. And it's the integration of the experience of oneness with the day-to-day life and building that aliveness and loving it for what it is and letting it overflow and create all the things that we want to create in the world and heal the world ultimately with the aliveness that is our birthright. That's what sacred sexuality is. If this resonates with you, be sure to subscribe so you get all the juicy episodes to come. And if you have a friend who is deep into their personal growth and healing journey, share this podcast with them too. Now go out and experience the aliveness that's here for you today.